0: Hello and welcome into the SoRare Data NBA show. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on SoRare. Joined by a special guest today, I've kicked off the SoRare FP guys for this week. I said, guys, I've had enough of the strategy. I want to talk about fun. Not that I don't have fun with those guys. But I brought on uh, Mike Zakarian. I hope I said that correctly. You did, you crushed it. I was going to say, if it wasn't that, I was like, oh, this is going to be fun to find out how it actually is. (laughs) I know Mike from the Team Hold YouTube channel, but the guy's like everywhere. And he has jumped into so rare recently, as we all have for NBA at least, and I thought it would be really fun to have him on because I really enjoyed all the videos he's on. So Mike, firstly, we were supposed to be on Monday, I canceled on you 15 minutes before, you were gracious enough to be like, <laughs> I will come back, don't worry about it. So thank you first for coming on Monday and then actually coming on today.
1: Listen, I think anybody who's a parent that can still uh, get a live stream going, uh, you get extra credit. So I was willing to, that's the the least I could do was be accommodating and rescheduling. And like I told you, I am doing, I'm on camera way too much. So basically you gave me an hour off. It's like, it reminds me of when I was working in my day, my normal day job and someone canceled the meeting. You were never mad. You were never <laughs> mad when they were like, Hey, you actually don't have to do anything for this hour. So uh, in a way, you you, were, you helped me out that day. All right.
0: I, I'll gr- graciously accept that uh, <laughs> meeting cancellation celebration. Uh, so you do a daily NBA show, which I watch most days. Wow. I didn't catch all of today's because I was prepping very hard for this show, that which included fast. getting dressed. <laughs> but um, there were a lot of things actually that you touched on today. That I wanted to discuss, and yeah. I did see some people in the chat say like, "Oh, you should bring this up in the next hour." So we'll yeah. get to a few of those topics. Don't don't worry. But uh, you were also on the So Rare in the States NBA show, mm-hmm. which anyone who doesn't listen and needs more So Rare NBA content, go check that out as well.
1: They're a lot of fun,
0: and they are. And I don't want you to have to rehash everything that you talked about there, sure. but there are people who don't listen to that one who do listen here. So if you could just give us a little bit of background because you, the way that uh, I saw it and a few people that I um, talked to about you coming on, they were like, oh, he's a top shot guy. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. And so a lot of the new silver NBA players are former top shot or, or, you know, not former, but are also top shot players. And you have this opinion. It seems that like you can do both. Which is really funny because like, of course you can do both. And yet people are so passionate on both sides of like, no, 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 sell everything and go do this. So if you could just briefly go through kind of like how you got into, I guess, Top Shot first and then how that brought you to sort of.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, so I'm a, I've been a big NBA fan for a long time. And uh, I also, I dabble a lot in like fantasy basketball and like daily fantasy sports. And so that's, that's kind of like my basketball background. And uh, I've been in New York for a while and I'm a comedian here. And it was like during, it was just really perfect timing. Perfect is the wrong word to use. Cause I'm about to say we were in a pandemic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was perfect timing that I couldn't go outside. Uh, but I, I was starting to lose my mind and I just needed some sort of creative outlet because I'm so used to just, you know, doing five or six shows a week. And then now I wasn't talking to anybody. So uh, somebody had introduced this to me and a uh, top shot to me. And I was like, oh, this might be like kind of fun. It, it like it's almost like a basketball stock market, or at least that's how I was treating it. Um i like this idea of it it felt like it scratched the gambling hitch that i enjoy and a friend of mine was like hey we should like stream a pack drop and that was the first time we had done any sort of content um and well i had a great time i had a lot of fun with it and then really just was like this it kept me sane where i was like i'm just gonna start doing content regularly and that'll feel like i'm performing and that will feel that'll be good for my brain um so that's kind of how I got into it. And then it evolved a little bit more where I was like, okay, if I, what I think is cool about this is if Zion has a big game, does his stuff go up the next day? And so it's like, why don't we do like a morning show that kind of recaps the basketball and then uh, just see how stuff moves around? And obviously, Top Shot has evolved in ways that are probably good long term and bad long term. And so, and I've also realized that I'm like, I don't want to have uh, an entire platform that's just like hey this thing's worth 5 more dollars today you know like i wanted to find a different way to talk about stuff um so that's kind of the the origin story of all of it and then when so rare was introduced i mean it made like it's it was just perfect sense for my brain like i love this shit like this is the best for me so um yeah but i do i think there's such an interesting conversation around but uh, people just being so mad all the time about like well only one can exist. There can only be one. Uh, It's just so, it's so bizarre. And I think everyone, and I know we're not supposed to say bags, but I think really everyone is so protective, probably on both sides. Right? Like I'm sure. So rare people are like, no, dude, this is the one, like this is the one that's this. We were here long before we're just doing basketball now. And then the top shot people are like, yeah, but they're clips. (laughs) It's just, it's crazy. It's
0: I find it hilarious. And I end up on one side Mm. because I never got into Top Shot. Like, I got it. The Top Shot, like, boom, was, I mean, that's when everyone found out. Bales wrote that article. And then, like, um, Davis Matic uh, bought in on, like, a John Moran, or on a different, maybe he was in that Moran, maybe it was a different one. And it was, like, all these people were getting into this stuff. And the numbers were so big that I was, like, oh, all right, I'm already priced out. Yeah, I like, missed. there was no reason for me to get in. I'm not going to buy a thirty-five thousand dollar moment. I'm going to buy thirty-five thousand dollar anything. Like, and so it's it's almost like because I was late, I just couldn't get in. Yeah, and then by the time it was like affordable to get in, it was like, oh, it's actually going to be cheaper in a week, and a week mm-hmm. after that, and a week after that, and so, and I was already involved in SoRare, which obviously didn't have NBA, right. but I was like, I basically like dropped off following the NBA for years. Yeah. Um, Wow. And so I grew up in New York. I'm like a lifelong Knicks fan. I have this dunk poster behind me. There we go. And the combination of the Knicks being so bad. And that was probably it. The Knicks were so bad that I was just like, it, it was like a struggle to stay interested. Yeah. And then DFS NBA came along and I was like, oh, this is cool. And I lost so quickly. And I was like, oh, I figured out how to play this game and I can't play the game this way. Like I can't be at lock. I can't be on my computer the hour before lock. Like when you make lineups. And I was like, all right, so I'm not going to do that. I stopped playing season long fantasy basketball years ago.
1: That's the worst season long is the absolute worst. It's
0: the nut low of fantasy sports. Uh, um, Baseball actually might be worse. Apologies for those who love both. That's true too. But the, but so rare, like got me, back into baseball i'd actually stopped watching baseball and but it was like oh i have some cards and yeah i'll I'll watch a little baseball then basketball came back and i was like oh i'll buy some cards and i'm in like i'm back and i'm like oh man like they got me like i'm looking up how do i get league pass now and i'm just i hadn't thought it and the way i used to watch the nba was like i would watch every Knicks game and be like oh i i know how good someone is based on when they played the knicks yeah and now I'm like Grizzlies Pelicans, baby, let's go! I, know, I know. And I'm like, what am I doing? And- it's
1: it is uh, in the, a. I think it's the perfect window of like, okay, I have to pay attention. Like, if you're not someone that is like obsessed and wants to watch Grizzlies Pelicans, anyways, right? You're like, okay, I have to pay attention on Monday and I have to pay attention on Friday, and then that's it. Like, you can still participate and do well and like really enjoy it, and then you can like sweat throughout the week by just by just paying attention for like two hours twice a week, which is so much better than like, okay, I got to set my lineup today. Or like, you know, the li- the idea of like sweating lock every single day is you just don't have to do that anymore. You just get burned. Aaron Gordon sat both games. That sucks. Uh, but like, you're not, you're not like tweaking it at, you know, 11 PM Eastern time or whatever. So I, yeah, I totally agree.
0: I thought the other thing with, with DFS that kind of burned me out was it's daily. So you're like, I don't have to play all the time. But you're mm-hmm. like, oh man, it's daily though. So I should play. I should play. And it's just like, I wasn't, actually, I actually was talking about this on the uh, on our soccer show last, last week, earlier this week. Sorry, this week's so a total blur. Earlier this week. <laughs> that like, I played DFS well enough to keep playing, but yeah. like the losing was worse for me than the winning was good. Yeah, the winning And so the it was least. just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And so where it came at like the perfect time for me to like break away from DFS. Yeah. So, I've seen
1: a very funny comment from Kevin in there who just said, I love the origin story of I was bad at all of these other forms of fantasy sports. So I ended up here.
0: <laughs> like, that's, it, it's true. It, but like, I think that's fine. Yeah. Like the, and that's a lot of us yeah. and the, they've, they built a game. So I remember when they announced that NBA was coming and we were like, Oh, I wonder like what the game is going to be like, because like, if it's DFS, it's like, we have that already. Yeah. Nobody wants to play. Nobody needs a new season long fantasy basketball game. So I was all like, right. all right, what are they going to do? And they, it. we kind of like heard rumblings that it was going to be this like twice a week thing. And then with baseball, baseball is cumulative throughout mm-hmm. the game week. So you're like, all right, which teams have the most games and I'm just going to play them. Yeah. And it's like, that's not that fun.
1: No, it's not. Cause you're just picking out that. Like that's the one stat you have to pay attention to. is how right. many games. And it,
0: it really is like the yeah. one. And, but it, but like that's what we knew of so rare. So I have a spreadsheet of the NBA calendar broken down by game week of how many games per game week. And I'm like, all right, I got to get the, the Grizzlies in game week 33 because they have three games that week. Yeah. And I'll sell all my Rockets because they've won. <laughs> and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> and then they they basically came out with bi-weekly best ball. And I was like, oh, they it's nailed beautiful. It. Yeah. it. It's great. And I will say that the the deadline... The deadline craziness of like, oh, who's out? Oh, this guy's out, so I got to go get this guy. I think I I have learned that I play – I make decisions based off of the first game, even though I know there are two. So like uh John Wall had three games this week, and there was like talk that he wasn't going to make the first game. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe I won't play him. And I'm like, wait a minute. He has two yeah. more games this week. Like, I, I these know. Guys, he's not hurt just resting three games. Like, you know, he's going to sit, you know, Kawhi's going to sit at some point. Right. And it's like, Oh, this is a much nicer experience than.
1: That's what, that's what every up. everyone was saying that to me this week. Cause I played Zion and they were like, dude, he's missing the first game. And I was like, I know, but they said it's conditioning. And so like, he's already missed three. Like he's going to play the second game. And it's easy to take risks on guys like that. Cause you're like, their ceiling's ceiling so high. And it's like, yeah, I'll yeah. take one game of Zion over two games of like Kelvin Johnson or whatever. So, <laughs> uh yeah i i I agree i think they they really did hit the sweet spot because the the dfs can be just just exhausting and overwhelming of doing it every day and the once a week just isn't fun like that's just trying to forecast that far out but it is the especially because the weekend slate of being just a couple of days like the turnaround is just so fun from friday to monday uh i yeah i really am i'm having a blast with it and I keep, like, prefacing it with it, like, of like, yes, it's new, and it's exciting and shiny, and I'm, like, in the honeymoon phase of all of this, and I'm sure yeah. there will be some things that will piss me off at some point, uh, but I really am just having a great time with it.
0: And so that's... So the reason I wanted to talk to you was I was watching an episode of... Um, was it the Shot Tank Boys? It was the Shot Tank, yeah, last week. Yeah, and I was in chat, yeah, and... What's what I really liked about that show, and to be honest, like I never catch it live. Like I, mm. I, don't even know why I caught it live last week, but it was a very like long, so rare conversation. You guys went into Top Shop, but like they, they things were like overlapping. Yeah, there was one where I forget what the like you guys opened a pack, and you were like, "How much is this going for now?" <laughs> I don't even remember who it was or what, yeah. it was, how, what what the moment was going for. For some reason, I remember you guessing 39 bucks and it was exactly 39 bucks.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I forget what one it was too, but yeah, it was like 38 or 39. Yeah.
0: And I'm watching this, like, I have no concept, like what they're going to guess. Yeah. Like I was expecting anywhere between 500 and five and like either <laughs> yeah. one, I would have been like, okay, like that's what these things go for. <laughs> but one of the things you guys talked about and you specifically is that how little you look at your gallery value on yeah. rare and- like you just said, like you're in the honeymoon phase of so rare, but it seems like a lot of people who came from top shot really focus on gallery value. And I, I understand it because it's like, you're coming from something that at one point gallery values were probably very high Mm -hmm. and they're not as high right now. And admittedly, like so rare galleries were much higher, at least for uh, football cards a year ago than they are now. Right. But you were like, yeah, I don't look just because I'm having a lot of fun. And I think that's one of the things that because there's so many football users who have made a lot of money that like the money side gets accentuated more than NBA because it just seems like people are having more fun with NBA. Like that's how how it feels. Yes, there are people who are like, you guys have to stop the auctions because prices are going down. But like, it's a really fun game. And I think so rare is starting to do a better job of being like this is a fantasy game go have fun and buy these cards while you're at it.
1: yeah it's you know it's funny like you saying i haven't thought about it like this but you saying you phrasing it the way that you just did reminds me of top shot in the sense that the people that were in it a while ago are feeling like burned pretty bad uh because of when they got in but the people that are getting in right now are just like, this is great, this is fun, <laughs> and I want, and I'm now like, I feel like the perspective's been flipped, and I'm like, wait, maybe I am the new Top Shot user, but in so rare. Right. Um, but no, I agree. I I think it is a lot of fun. I I do have some concerns, yeah. uh, like moving forward with the way the reward system is. Um, I, I I do wonder like what this, I I don't see short-term concerns, but I think as we get to like the end of year two and year three, I wonder if just continuing to give out tier one cards or tier three cards, whatever it is, how that impacts things long-term. Um, and I know TST has talked about this at length and he's probably a little bit sharper to, to discuss it with. But, uh, that, that is like one thing that I'm eyeballing, but as it comes to like gallery value stuff, I I really, I think I've checked it like three times and, and it's mostly because I'm like, thinking about flipping something to buy something else. And I'm like, wait, what did I buy this at? Cause I like totally forgot. And like, truly they've, I mean, outside of the first couple weeks, I feel like it has been pretty stable with, you know, and, and the prices are moving based on performance and cap and stuff. And that to me, I'm fine with that. If I like, I bought, um, who was it? Like a Rashawn Holmes this week. Uh, and I know I'm buying him closer to the top, but he's allowing me to make a lineup that I'm excited about. And I'm like, I'm like calculating that loss in there. And then it's like, well, as long as I win something back, I like, was it a loss, you know? And I, I, so I love, I love all of that. Um, but, but yeah, I, yeah, I haven't really been checking my, my account value, which is nuts because one of the things with Top Shot, and sorry, this is like long winded. I think Top Shot didn't have a lot, like back then too, a lot of stuff to do. So, like, the only thing you were doing, and, like, rightfully so, because it's a collectible. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to, like, be playing a game with it. Um, but I think you go to, like, okay, well, what moment's moving the most right now? What movement uh, is losing the most? What's my account? Like, all that stuff. And then, you know, that's it. That was the only thing you could do. And here, you know, there's no, not that there's no reason to check value. I know a lot of people are doing that. But that's not why I'm on so rare. I'm on so rare to, to beat all you fish. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think you, you hit a really good point. And I think it's one that
0: existing so rare users had a huge advantage over people who came from Top Shot early on, mm. in that we learned from football and baseball that so much of the value of these cards is based on like short-term utility. Right. So like when the Braves had four games in the upcoming game week and everyone else had three, it's like, oh, let me go get Acuna and Swanson, although he's gone now. Yeah. And then in, in soccer, we see it all. I keep going back and forth between soccer and football, but everyone who it is. So, and it's like, uh, they introduced this new cat mode, sort of like a cat mode um, a few months ago. And it's like, you had to have a guy that averaged like under 40. And it's like, so guys who like were coming back from injury, like. And, but they were they were now back and their l40 was really low and it's or L, excuse me l15 was low and like their prices just skyrocket before the deadline and we saw it like right away with nba in game week two or three with keegan murray oh and yeah he, he was a zero and everyone buys him up and if you didn't play the game and you were looking at prices like coming from top shot and you see what happens with keegan murray and you're like What? What is this? (laughs) And if you see that and you're just like, all right, so if a Keegan Murray rare, I don't even know what was in dollars, like goes for 200 bucks. Yeah. Like Giannis has to be 10 grand. Right, right. (laughs) But he's not, like he's not that much more. And then obviously the more you like get into the game, like this is what you see. These cheat codes like before game weeks, the prices just go right up. Yeah. And it's all because of utility. And yeah. I can't tell if that's good or bad for people coming from something that was just a collectible because you're it's it's you're not buying these cards to be a collectible, you're buying them to play in this game. But if you're coming from the standpoint of like, oh, NBA NFTs, let me just buy a John Morant because I think he's gonna be a Hall of Famer and I'll just wait. And it's like it's just very, very different.
1: Yeah, I th- and I think that. I think as long as it's like the education and information is out there, I think it's fine. I think if you know that and you like understand how the game is played, then it's a little bit easier. Like the, there's a learn, the learning curve isn't as steep. And I I think one of the things that so rare did right is you can do this for free for a couple of weeks and you know, you don't have to buy stuff right away and, or ever you can just keep grinding Mm -hmm. the common champion and then try to win limited cards through that. Um, and I think because they you because that's what I did the first game week I don't think I bought anything I just played the commons and I was like all right let's see how this works um, and then like saw some of the and like paid attention to like your site and seeing like how um, how the prices were moving and I was like okay why are the prices moving like this and then like figuring out the the L ten stuff yeah um, so I I think as long as that's like super clear to people coming over it's not. I don't think it's a problem. I think that's like part of the game. It's part of the strategy around it. And the closest thing I could think of to like Top Shot is that they had, there's like bottlenecks because if you want to collect all of the nuggets, uh, what's like the most valuable nugget? Um, Like, or what's the, the rarest nugget that is like the the best example I have is the Utah jazz. It was like Jarrell Brantley who yeah, like, was on the jazz for like six days. And, but because he had a moment and there wasn't a lot of him, you needed that moment in order to have the full jazz set. Uh, but I think that could be confusing. Like you come onto the set you're like, why the fuck is Jarrell Brantley? Sorry. I don't know if we can drop f bumps. Why is Jarrell Brantley 400 bucks? And yeah. like Jarrell Brantley sucks. Why is that? And so I think like those things can be confusing and to new users. And And I know the top shot, Like community will disagree with that. They're like, that's what makes it fun. Like, yeah, and I I disagree. Like, Amadou Diallo is another example. He has a rare moment, and he was like the bottleneck for this rare set. I'm like, in no world should Amadou Diallo be the most expensive moment in that set. Um, You know, so I, I think, uh, I think that like creates confusion. But as long as the rules don't change, that's the biggest thing, right? Mm -hmm. If all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're not doing L10 lineups anymore. We're doing uh, it's all no cap. If they do something like that, then I can see revolt because you're like, wait, you told me the rules of this game and now you're adjusting the rules. And that's kind of what happened with Top Shot where the rules change and people got pissed. Um, So,
0: Surer has definitely changed the rules before. Mm. So, I'm not going to say they'll never change rules. I'll get to that in a second, though. Mm. I'm glad that you explained this bottleneck thing because you guys were definitely talking about it. Uh, on that show that I watched and I was just like, I have no idea what this means. And <laughs> so that explains it all and and kind of uh, is kind of a, a nice parallel to like the short-term utility guys mm-hmm. in Sora. It's just like, a guy. this guy should not be this much. Right. Why is he? So that makes sense. All right. Perfect. I'm learning. <laughs> so the, Sora recently changed the, rule, the rules for soccer where like the the number of points you get for certain things changed. And it like drastically changed the value of some cards. Yeah. I don't want to say drastically. We didn't see like huge market corrections, but there were some players that you're like, "Oh, well, this guy's probably much better. And everybody like went out and bought him. Yeah. So they gave us, was it two months ahead of time? Maybe it was month. Whatever the amount of time was, it was probably more than enough. And everybody explained that it wasn't enough. And that's kind of like what happens with So Rare in most cases, where they'll make like this little change and everyone's like, this is ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. And then it happens and they're just like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess that was. Fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I really don't think we're ever going to go like full no cap for NBA. Yeah. Because <clears throat> what, what I actually think is going to happen is that soccer goes full cap. That Interesting. That's gonna piss a lot of people off. So they probably don't go like full cap. But the the way that the that NBA works, like the only way that pretty much like any card can have value is this cap mode. Like once right. it's on cap, like you
1: don't right. You, don't you, just, need... you just need those five guys. Like you just <clears throat> need yeah. yeah. I, I think to me too, the strategy is way more fun with the Agreed. with the cap. And I like that they still have like they're like okay but the no cap contest or like the champion contest i think it's like the closest thing to a no cap almost where it's like the rewards are going to be a little bit better so if you did drop some coin on a luka like you have a chance from winning a rare from a yeah. limited contest or something like that i think to me that's perfect and then if you're you know just dabbling and you're relatively new you could play a limited contender lineup that's competitive for relatively cheap and i think that's super important i think it, once it starts getting to the point where it's like whoever has the most money wins. It starts, that takes some of the fun out of it. There's a lot of that in soccer.
0: And I think they, they don't like that as much. And so, I mean, they already introduced some cat, some new cat mode stuff. And so I think we're going in that direction. The, I actually want to go back to what you were saying about the common games. Mm -hmm. The, I think they did a really good job with with the so rare, with the NBA common stuff that it matches what we have in the limited rare and super rare stuff because they don't do that in football. And so what we have now is like, I probably have 150 common cards in soccer. I'm trying to it up right now because it's, it's an absurd 167. My God, they have one common competition that I can enter every week.
1: Oh, that's terrible with,
0: with five cards. So, like, I have, so I have to put 162 common cards in training lineups.
1: And it's I mean, like, that just takes forever.
0: <laughs> it, it takes forever. It's yeah. the, it's like probably the worst part of the game. Yeah. Which like in the end is not that big of a deal, but it's, it's unnecessary. And I think the big thing that they miss with doing that is what you can do in NBA where you're like, I have, I have, I happen to have the cheat code of this week, the, the low L10 guy as a comment. Do I play him in champion or mm-hmm. do I play him in contender? And it's like, that's a, that's a, such a huge part of the game. And they just don't have that in soccer where you're like, I have this really good card. Okay. I'll just play it in the one lineup I can, and I'll just move on from there.
1: Yeah, I mean even a step further too. They're doing a great job of like okay, uh this co- we're going to do the all defense in common first before it comes to limited and rare. Um and I think that's so sharp too because it allows people to get introduced to the game first to be like okay, what worked and what did it before you actually like spend any money on it. Um yeah, I to me that makes so much sense and it's great for people who are new or people who are like hey, I already lost a ton on Top Shot. I'm not trying to lose more money right now where they're like I can still play along and still have a lot of fun. And I see just as many screenshots like in our Discord and on Twitter of people's common lineups as they do yeah. their limited and rares. Like they're having the same amount of fun. Uh which I think is super important. I mean, I think that's that's how this works.
0: The I, I I think that's a really good point. And I'm in like a, a couple of like soccer disc, or you know, pe- soccer of just people who play so rare football. yeah. And like they're posting common NBA and they're like, I don't watch the NBA at all, but I have these common cards. So I'm just playing and like, hey, I did really well this week. I want a tier three limited. What can I get for this? And it's like, here we go. Like th- yeah. this is exactly the kind of like experience that you want because they are enjoying like putting a lineup in seeing what happens and it costs nothing and like if if that turns out to be more fun than they think then they're like maybe i will buy some limited cards and like that's all you want
1: absolutely i mean that's i was like pretty sure i was gonna dabble in like the limited and rare stuff but i was like let's let me see if i have fun with common and it just like immediately clicked and i was like okay let's go let's let's fire away uh and i wasn't even planning on doing content around it honestly like i wasn't that wasn't going to be like my primary focus. I just wanted to have fun. I was like, oh, maybe we'll do a weekly thing. But it was like the combination of me having so much fun. And like, I enjoy talking about it. I enjoy mm-hmm. the strategy around it. And it like meshes with what I like talking about anyways. But the response was so positive too. I mean, it's, uh, I it's again, I, I'm trying to like make sure I don't have these like honeymoon, like rose colored glasses on while I'm talking about yeah, it. Sure. you like, like, oh my God, this is the best. Uh, but it really like has just been, it's just been fun. I guess to like port and sorry, I can feel like my host brain just like about to ask a question and take over. So if don't, don't, I am I would love to hear your thoughts because I've only talked to people outside of John Nellis, who really uh, was just like paying attention to the NBA a little bit. Like he, yeah. he, he showed me like how long it takes for him to submit all of his lineups on a week to week basis that, I mean, good. He's going to pay somebody else to set his lineups. I think that is a full-time job. <clears throat> um, but uh also like one of the best people to talk to. He was so fun. Um, but what do you like is there anything that you're foreseeing on the NBA side of stuff that you're like, okay, this might be a cause for concern uh, as we move forward? Like, is there any red flags that you guys have been seeing on your side since you've had like a uh, a more in-depth experience with so rare? So I always
0: feel weird answering that kind of question because I literally work for a company that is like reliant <laughs> on SoRare to be a success. And so yeah, that's I realized that what I say, people could just be like, well, he, he has to believe this. Yeah. Um, now, theoretically, if I didn't believe it, I could just go out and try to get another job and, and do, you know, and be like, no, you guys, SoRare is fine, but I'm out of here. That will be um, the red flag. <laughs> right. That would be <laughs> right. So I think a lot of the comments that, a few of which came up uh, in the chat here and some in the chat in your um, video this morning mm. that people, actually, let me let me go back. Yeah. So, so rare football has ETH rewards. Mm. Baseball does not and NBA does not. And from what I've gathered, it, the leagues themselves were the reason that that is the case.
1: That's right. yeah, that's what I figured.
0: I don't know if that's true or not Mm. because if you told me like so rare wants to see if they can make these things work without paying ETH, then it's like if you had two products and you were like this one, we're going to pay out a lot of money and this one, we're going to pay out no money, but they're both (laughs) going to be successes. Like which one are you going to pick if you're like a business? No money for days. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And so, and so I, I feel like I keep seeing comments like, oh, this is going to be great when they introduce ETH rewards. And I'm like, I I just wouldn't hold your breath on that one because like, it seems to be working. Now, what you brought up earlier about like, they can't just do cards forever. Right. And I agree with that. But I also think that we're like so far away from like the, the, you have to give more than card rewards when card rewards run out, right. not when people get bored. Like, I don't think people get bored of, of winning cards. Yeah. And that's actually one thing that Nellis always brought up, where he was like, the problem with ETH, with, with no ETH rewards is you're just like buying cards to win cards to win cards to win cards. And he's like, nobody wants to do that. But they're, everybody's doing it. Like, that's what we're doing. And the game seems to be working. We're like... Are we even 20 game weeks in? I don't even remember. Yeah,
1: no, I I think you're right. And I think there's something exciting about being like, okay, today I get the reward. And like today it flips and it can still be a monetary value. Like you might hit a Jaden Ivy rare and that's still going to be worth something that you can sell if you'd like. Uh, And you're right. I guess I I was thinking this is more like year two, year three, because at at some point, right, if this continues, you can only win if you were here. in. it's not really true, but like, if we want to be dramatic about it, you can (laughs) only win if you were here in year one because the year one cards have uh, the biggest XP boost. And I, I don't know, maybe that is what they want. Maybe that is what they want. And and that is the direction that it continues to go. But I could just see like someone coming in to play like limited, but it's year four, year five. And you're like, wait, I have no shot at this because I, I or I have to buy like a limited uh, from year one in order to have a shot. So that was like the only thing that was kind of like rummaging around in the brain about it.
0: Yeah, so <clears throat> the... Are you saying that because of XP? Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: So what we've seen in in football, at least, is because of so every year the new cards have a five percent boost, and they do that so that you buy the new card because, like, right. that's how they make money. Like, right. so rare's revenue stream is is auctions, and now I guess the secondary market tr- uh, fees that actually I will ask you about that in a second. Yeah. So the so every year, it's like, oh, you get a 5% head start. And we, there really aren't that many cards in the football side that are like maxed out because the max you can get is 10%. So, like, after that, okay. it doesn't matter. Okay. And so, obviously, if you have a 10% card, then the new 5% one is not as strong. But like, the 5% one can get to 10% before the end of the year, then it right. loses. But like, it just makes you buy more cards. Like, yeah. it's. Literally, it's meant for you to buy more cards, which is like, this is how the business works. Yeah. you We buy cards, so rare makes money. That's yeah. exactly. <laughs> so um, so the ETH thing I always thought was kind of funny because in football, there was one competition that paid out ETH mm-hmm. and they paid out a lot of it. So like, I, I understand that that's one missing, but they also paid out to the top three spots in every contest, which most people do not win. Right. Like. Right. If there are twenty thousand people in a contest, and three win ETH, and everyone's like, oh, "There's no ETH <laughs> rewards in ba- in basketball," and it's like, "You weren't winning it in, in soccer anyway,"
1: so like, yeah, it, like I think it's too much of an emphasis on that. I and I think yeah. a lot of people didn't know that too. Like I didn't know that until right now. So we just were like, "Wait, they did ETH in soccer, and they're not doing it in NBA? What the hell?" Uh, so <laughs> so I I think that's like that's good information.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to downplay how much ETH they paid out in in this one contest that's now moving to the cap modes because it is something and it like provides liquidity in the market. Mm. But I think they were fully going into NBA, like we're not going to do ETH. And if it doesn't work, then I guess they could look into ways to make something happen with that. But it seems to be working. Like we don't have like this hockey stick trajectory of users that, uh, that we're kind of used to seeing in terms of like people buying cards. But I think it's okay. Like it's a new game. Fantasy basketball is kind of niche. NFTs are niche. Fantasy basketball with NFTs, like you're just like, <laughs> you're just not a lot of people like are like- It's getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> exactly. And so like we were never gonna get like a million people to join right away. Right. I will say I've been astonished at the number of people who play like the the casual, the common games.
1: Yeah, I mean, the numbers are nuts.
0: So the numbers, uh, I looked at the last soccer one before the World Cup, and it was like 91,000, or no, excuse me, 96,000 for the casual game in soccer. And I think it was last game week, or I'm trying to look back right here. So last weekend, the Christmas one, For game week 19 NBA, 92, 859 in common champion. Wow. So that's not even people who have just like signed up and left. Like those are submitted lineups. Right. People who have gone in and be like, yes, I want to play this game. And this 77,000 in contender, 77,000 in season of giving, which was like such an absurd contest. It really was. We saw someone score 500 and... Like that's absurd.
1: I know. I think I put up like 440 and it was like here's a common tier two or whatever it was. I just looked at I was at
0: 451 and I finished (laughs)
1: 2068.
0: 5421. 5421. It's so it's nuts. I don't even have great commons either. So like that's a whole nother thing that I'm I'm gonna preface. I'm good at this game, trust (laughs) me, I just don't have commons. But anyway, so the So I don't think that there are any like glaring red flags. I think people like to point out that lack of e thing that's gonna be a problem. Mm -hmm. And I do think we're gonna see more like real world prizes. Like we saw they're giving out League Pass, which I think was like cool and also like incredibly weak to be like, hey, we're giving out three.
1: Yeah. For first place. You know, it's so funny. I didn't know that either until I entered it. And I just like, cause you see the announcement and you're like, Oh, this is great. Hell yeah. And then I saw, it was like, wait one,
0: like <laughs> <But> one, like <laughs> first, like first place. place
1: gets, that's what they get.
0: Yes. And I actually know someone who won one. I think he won the super rare one and he already had league pass and he was like, yeah. I just, um, I don't need two league passes. So like, <laughs> here you go. So <laughs> I think they'll, and they were giving out some, uh, uh nba.com or nba store gift cards and stuff like that and like i think that's just kind of where it goes like i don't think they're ever going to give out eth but if they're like hey do you want 150 bucks to buy a jersey and it's like sure yeah, that, yeah. that's cool but it does feel weird that it's like you get one
1: yeah i would have thought that was like top top 20 or something like that it's, it's
0: at least at yeah. least something like that so go it, and they're not red flags to me right? because I actually do think that they're going to be more stuff like that. I do think one of the things that they haven't introduced in soccer that I, well, actually, I guess they, they did with the global cup, but they've never given out like, or certainly not NBA and they completely missed it on baseball, but no like specialty cards yeah. that whether they have utility or not, like the ones they gave out for the world cup have no utility. And people are still buying. I mean, I bought them just because they're, cool, they're fun. Yeah. Um, I was never much of a collectible guy, but I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And they yeah. were like a dollar. So I'm like, yeah, let me get that. Or eight bucks for a messy, And I'm like, hey, I have a messy card. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so they, they did one of these collecting challenges for baseball recently. And actually, so one of the things that, that pushed me away from Top Shot was in order to win things, you had to buy things. And that just never sat well with me because it wasn't like a, or at least now I don't know any of the details of this, these things. So maybe I'm wrong about it, but it, it felt like they were like, Hey, we have this challenge. Go buy these X number of things and we'll give you this other thing. And there was no skill. It was just like, go out and get them. And I guess the skill was like guessing what the next thing was going to be. Yeah.
1: And I think there w- I will say like, there was, there was a couple of times where that, that was a lot of fun, where it was like, all right, the, I mean, kind of like we were talking about earlier, like the, the Spurs are, or, or no, the Blazers are in a great matchup. Cause I remember they hadn't like touched rebounds in a while. And so they were like, the Spurs are a great matchup. Maybe we maybe we scoop up a use of Nurkic and they do rebounds or whatever. So, like, those kind of speculative things were fun because even if you missed, there was some fun in being like, oh, man, we took a swing. Like, the, the best one I can remember, like, when our Discord first started is they were like, dude, at some point, they're going to do a game winner's challenge. So let's like scoop up a bunch of the game winning moments that we can find uh, or buzzer beaters or whatever. And uh, they, they still, this is two years later. They still haven't done it, but there was like it so much like a fun. Great one too. Yeah. And we had like, we had a channel in our discord that was all just like people scooping up those types of moments. <laughs> and I, and it was, it was like really fun to do it. And then when it hit, it felt like the team won. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We're like, holy shit, they did assist tonight. DeJounte Murray got like 12 assists. So DeJounte Murray to the moon. Um, but then what ended up happening is as they continued to print all of those moments that it was just like, you know, the value just kept going down and down and down. And you're like, okay, well now I'm buying, you know, $20 worth of stuff for something that's worth $3 and some of the fun was taken out of it. But I do get what you're saying, right? Like that the only way to participate in some of these challenges is to just spend money. (laughs) And and that is, that's tough if you're relatively new. So, and that's exactly what they did with
0: the baseball ones. Mm -hmm. And there was... So when you when you did these in Top Shot, like the thing that you won was something that you could only get if you did the challenge, right? Correct. Correct. So the baseball one was, in my opinion, just like a to- oh, I was gonna. I was really gonna say it was a total swing and miss. So <laughs> it would have been great. Been now great that play. it's out there. Um, <laughs> so it was by the uh, ten players who have won MVP. And you'll win a card of this year's MVP. So okay. it was like Aaron Judge and I don't even know. Goldschmidt, did he win it or somebody? Else? I, don't I, can, I don't know. <laughs> so you go out and you buy, if you don't have them already, which like I assume most people didn't, you go out and you like buy the 10 and uh, M- previous MVPs and you won an Aaron Judge limited card. But it was like just another one. right? And you could have bought... Like if you are starting from scratch, it was just cheaper to buy the Aaron Judge card because it was there was nothing special about this one. It was just right. an Aaron Judge card, and so I don't I don't know if they can even do it with basketball because like what we've learned from football is some of these licensing agreements are like really specific, right? And so like they can do certain things but not others. Mm-hmm. So rare apparently has the license to do moments for the bundesliga but we've never seen them my my thought is that and they kind of told us that they were going to have like live action so rare nba cards like during the announcement it was like we're going to have the headshot ones and we're going to have li- like live action yeah and the live action examples that they showed were basically just actioned headshots like it was <laughs> It it was kind of like uh I think all, it might be all the Hawks, but I, I have a DeJounte Murray, so I know that like he's holding the ball, and I think Trey Young is like holding a ball. And I'm like, I think that's the action shot. And it's like, or it's like bowl bowl with with just a ball here.
1: Yeah. It's, like,
0: that's that's not an action shot. So but they it, haven't come out, so like maybe maybe they will be. But you- like there's just nothing cool with these collection challenges yet. And I would love to see. Like game winners, I would love to see a so rare card, an action shot game winner card where it's winner. like literally the shot.
1: I was gonna add like because and maybe I'm just like PTSD that I'm I love that so rare. My favorite thing about so rare is they know exactly what they are. You know okay, what I mean? Like the, the the mission of it, the va- like we know exactly what we're doing on so rare, and that is this game. And I think, like, my brain is like, wait, if we start doing things where I have to, like, if I own all of the forwards that grew up in Canada, I get, like, a special – actually, that would be kind of cool if it was (laughs) a national team. Like, if it was, like, a – can, it was, like, you get SGA in a, like – and then you can use it when they do the FIBA tournaments or whatever. Like, then I'm back in because it's part of the game. But, like, I think – what I like so much about so rare is that I know, exa- I know they know what they're doing. And, and that sounds really negative about top shot, but top shot is like, it's gone from a collectible to a challenge thing to uh, there's a fantasy game as well. Like there's all these different things and I just wish they knew what they were so that I could react accordingly. And I think if I'm starting to do like, I don't know, it would just have to be so clear. Cause like that example of Aaron judge is just so poorly thought out where, like there there could have been a cool way to do it and i don't think it's like you have to in my mind it's either it's got to be like a bunch of these commons or a bunch of these limiteds and then if you do it you get a rare or something like that like there has to be this uh, reason to level up versus just being like hey go ahead and spend you know a hundred dollars to get something that's actually going to go down in value now because we're going to give a bunch of them out um it just sure. and that feels like poorly <clears throat> thought out
0: I don't know why this just popped in my head. It was about this Top Shot thing, but I I have to admit I'm in awe of the loyalty of currently active Top Shot yeah. users. Like they love the product and they're yeah.
1: Right. And I mean I like the, Top Shot does do a lot of cool things. Like if you are making the collectible one to one, like going from cards to uh, to Top Shot, would you rather have like John Morant's rookie stationary card, or would you rather have like Jaws first like his rookie moment where it's a dunk over Jonas van uh, Valanciunas I think or Stephen Adams I can't remember it's just an absolute poster right you're like oh my god I would much rather like that speaks way more to me it's I, I so I totally I totally get how it could work uh, but the loyalty thing is wild I think it's a combination of uh you know there was a really exciting time during a scary time like if we just zoom out a little bit right it was something that a lot of us just got super distracted with and it allowed us to you know some of us weren't working because like jobs were eliminated or because you were just stuck at home and it was a really cool way to connect with a large group of people and so i think there's some of that uh i think there's a lot of new people in that got in like super cheap and they're like wait why are some of you all angry this is awesome (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and I think some people are just like heavily financially invested and you have no choice at that point just to be like, yeah, well, you do have a choice like <clears throat> I mean I did it uh, but you I, I've said negative things but but you're right, the loyalty thing it's it's both really cool and then I'm sure it's also a turnoff too to some like if you are thinking about dabbling in and it's just someone tweets a thing like I mean I get we should, if you're comfortable talking about the that like the first mint tweeted something out last week. Just being like, "Oh, it's so rare, a collectible," and uh, the CEO responded. And I, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, and I like, I I think I can come down on both of the sides. Like, I, I mean, that probably wasn't the best tweet. <laughs> like, that was one of those high risk, low rewards, right? Like, I don't know, I don't know who's being like, "Dude, hell yeah, thanks for saying something, Nick." <laughs> <Like that. laughs> yeah, I don't, right? Uh, thanks, yeah, thanks for replying to uh, a content uh, creator Twitter account. Uh, but then like the backlash of it was also just as bonkers where it's like, Oh, you think I'm coming over so rare right now? Like you did we got video clips. Like it, the whole thing was just so bonkers. And uh, but I would love to hear the so rare side of things. Like what it was like seeing that unfold. Um,
0: <clears throat> My initial response, which is kind of still the way I feel is just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why would you say that? And <laughs> It was, it was less like, why would you say that? Because you're like alienating people who, who still... Well, it could be people who hate the product now, but like even people who like really like the product. And yeah. like there is tremendous crossover between people who would like Top Shot and who would like so Rare NBA. And you're just like, hey, Bagel, got screwed on <laughs> that one. Come on over here. Yeah. So don't do that. Like that's... Don't do that. I, I will say that... Uh, Nicholas's Twitter feed is really weird <laughs> for somebody who is running a presumably billion dollar business. Like, like so grew re- so fast that it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like wild to think of like where, like what was going on with so a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, I was not around three years ago. I basically joined yeah, roughly two years ago. And, like you went from like talking to the CEO in a discord All right. to then seeing a picture of him, like literally with like the French president. Like he was at the white house earlier yeah. this month. And you're just yeah. like, boy, that escalated quickly. Yeah. And so he drops these like cryptic tweets about leagues that they might be adding. He keeps posting this lion one, which is like the logo, of the premier league. And then to like do that, I, I want to imagine I want to believe, excuse me, that more than one person has access to that Twitter account. And they (laughs) sent that one. And somebody was like, no, 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 don't no, no, no. Cause I think they deleted it. And I think he's he's like gone back to explain it, which is like,
1: which was even worse. Not that it was worse. I just like, as it kept unfolding, I was like, guys what are we doing (laughs) doing? what's anyone doing doing here (laughs) and then like veerman who i really love he's a a diehard top shot collector one of the first ones in there he's also built a lot of tools around the platform and he he called it out he's like basically like what are you doing but it ended with both of them being like i tell you what man you create a top shot account i'll create a so rare (laughs) i just kept thinking of that like pepsi super bowl commercial with kendall jenner just giving the the pepsi to the police and it was like see we fixed it we fixed (laughs) it all better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the oh, so, good. so yeah,
0: I think that was bad, like straight up bad. And yeah. so I understand why people got upset about it. I thought it, I I didn't really see anyone from the so rare side, meaning uh, I didn't even want to put it that way, but like no, anybody like, who's so rare collectors. Yeah, so we're like, yeah, he's right, or like sure. you know, like there was no none of that. So I think we we're everybody was like reasonably just like What, are we doing? what maybe are we, we doing? don't do that so anyway <laughs> that i wanted great. to just pull up this page here because i wanted to show you some of the designs that they've had for previous cards because they've done this before with like um if a team wins like the title like everyone on the team gets these special edition cards oh that's cool so they and so they have them like that and then i think this one these were the same one might have been a player of the year this was an ambassador one that like early people on the platform got so they they've done stuff like this they had they also did like the young player of the year they have so that i forget what they were calling these my favorite ones and I, there are so many people who have these cards and louis Suarez is the only one i can think of who <laughs> has it but this this is my favorite so this sunrise edition i don't even remember why they did these if somebody can uh if anybody in chat who plays soccer can remember why they did these but like i love these cards and i don't know why but i just (laughs) i just think they're really cool
1: so do those Um, is that an additional card or does that like replace the card that it's within
0: it's within the regular mint okay and it's fully it has full utility like any other rare card
1: that's cool so sorry go ahead
0: So, and they've done these, like, uh, they had a deal with some national teams before. So, like, there's some soccer players where they're in their club shirt. And then the next card, it's their national team shirt. And it's always within the hundred rare. Well, uh, football's only a hundred for rares. But, like, they're not increasing the mint at all. They're literally just, like, instead of the regular card, they're like, here are some special ones. And, like, you can do this with these collectible challenges that they just swung and missed on.
1: I, yeah, a, I, I I do like that. They uh, Top Shot did a similar thing where um, their like badges were put on cards. So if sure. uh, or moments, so like Jokic won the MVP for that series, he gets like an MVP badge. Same thing with like the championship badge. Uh, similar stuff, which I always love too. I I think that's just like that's just a cool. I mean, anything that's like a unique twist on something that doesn't uh, affect like the economy of the product, I think is always just like a cool added thing. You know.
0: It- if if anything, it just makes like a few of them a little more valuable because right. they're like, oh, that's different. Um, Wonderwall was saying they partnered with something called Coincheck to boost uh, in in Japan, which um, I'm assuming came out around the time that they introduced the J League. Uh, oh, sure. So anyway, it's just stuff like that that like I think they could do a better job of. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think like. I haven't seen anything early with NBA that I'm like, this is a giant red flag. I think the the early prices of cards... Uh, how do I put this nicely? I think that there was a lot of excitement early yeah. on and people were like, I want this stuff. And you, if you think rationally, where you're like, if w- something... If there's only one of something that exists, that's probably going to be more valuable than if there are five thousand of them. Right, right. And I think, like, so early on in NBA, we see like the one of one of 5, 000, one of a thousand uh, are really expensive, and it's because like people like the the ones or the right. jersey nets which is totally a thing from Top Shot, like. I don't think anyone actually ever cared about specific numbers on so rare until top shot was like Jersey mints are, cool, are more valuable. And everyone's like, Oh, so rare has Jersey mints. Maybe. And it's (laughs) like, and I have a few and they're cool to have, but like in the game, they don't mean anything. Right. 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 And there was um, a so rare football user who would only play one ofs or Jersey mints. Wow. And like you saw their lineup, and it's cool. Like it's cool to see. And in fact, there's still yeah. one, um, uh, uh, Basil P, on so rare. He plays uh, soccer and NBA. He plays it really well. <laughs> but he had a lineup recently. He might run it all the time of like all Jersey Mints, and it's just just like really cool to see it. Yeah. Because it's like oh, neat. That I know is- that he spent less on the Mikhail Bridges Jersey rare Jersey Mint than I paid for the limited Jersey Mint. Which oh. felt really stupid, still feels stupid <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud. That's tough. That's it's tough. real tough. Um, so, anyway, so, so you see the prices early on of, of some of these cards, and they're so high. And everyone gets really excited and they're like, well, let me, let, I'm not going to buy the one, but like maybe I'll get the 30. Right. And all it takes is for somebody to be like, all right, I know you're, you're ready to buy the 30. And you know, it's much less than the one. What do you think the 130th costs? And i right. like, I don't know, probably less, but let me go buy this 30. And then they buy the 30. And then 130 is like a quarter of the price. And everyone's like, prices are tanking. This is yeah. awful. Like, I hate this game. And it's like, you knew. Yeah. Like, you knew. And I so, will say, oh, sorry, go ahead. Like, I, we talk about this in soccer also that like, Because utility is so important, then if you're buying something at the peak and then it goes down, it that feels bad. Yeah. And (laughs) what feels worse is people telling you why. Like why the price went down. I'm that guy who tells you why the price goes (laughs) down. So I get it. (laughs) And so you're just everyone's like, why are my cards worth half? And you're like, well. You bought them when everybody wanted to buy them and now there's so many and they're like, well, Sora needs to fix that. And it's like, but we knew like right? everybody, like we know how many cards they can mint. Will they mint all of them? We have no idea, but like we know there could be 5,000 limited LeBron James cards this year
1: right and i you know i'll give them credit too i feel like they've slowed down the auctions a little bit and yep. you know every week when more re- uh, rewards come out like i'm sure that that dings it a little bit but i, I really do it it after that like first i don't know it's like first six seven game weeks it did feel like it leveled out a little bit and the only reason i, I know that is because it's always a joke every time one of my cards pops it's like, oh, look, it's almost back to the top where I bought it. <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> like, like, Zion's been killing lately. And I was like, yeah, well, I got Zion right at the beginning. And like, same thing. I remember I purchased like a Shade and Sharp early on when uh, Simons went down. And I'm like, I, I'm so underwater on that one. But, uh, but it, also with the awareness of like, well, okay, the other option is I don't get this and then I don't play for the first couple of game weeks. So like, it's coming to that idea of like, well, you know, are you okay being down? You know, are you knowing that over time, maybe it goes down a little bit more, but also maybe it allows you to get more rewards, which offset. I feel like people aren't doing a good job of understanding that the rewards that come also like even out some of the cards that you're down on.
0: I think everybody ignores that. Yeah. Um, And I think they ignore it. Additionally, because there are no ETH rewards. So there's like, Mm -hmm. I'm never going to make my money back. And it's like, you win a card, you sell it. There's your ETH. And so, it happens. Um, so T-
1: TST did a great thread a couple of weeks ago. For those that don't follow him, uh, he that basically outlined. I think he did a video too, actually. Outlined all of his purchases, where he bought them, and where they are now. Yes, but then also included all of the rewards and showed like how it moved over time. And you can see like where we bought stuff like way too high, but also how the rewards do kind of cancel out some of those losses. And I think he was still up at at the moment, which is which was re- re- reassuring.
0: <laughs> the he definitely did a video on it because I watched that video and I thought to myself, we have this on solar data. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we actually don't for NBA because the reward stuff is not in their API, which drives yeah. everybody crazy, includes more us than anybody else. Mm. But like in soccer, like you can look at a card and see, I mean, I don't know why I don't just pull it up here. I'll go to mine. Cause I win so much. Just kidding. I rarely win. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of a card that I've had a long time. So you just go to the card, and if you hit So Five Rewards, like you can see the ETH earned, uh, the total value of like the reward of this reward when Mm -hmm. that card was in a lineup, what the value is now, and you can just see all of them. And like this is what we will build for NBA when this stuff. They allow you (laughs) when it's in the uh, in the API. So, but so I do think that most people ignore rewards in terms of like value that they're getting out of their card, Mm -hmm. which it's like tough to look at something. You're like, I spent a hundred bucks on this. It's now worth 17. And somebody's like, yeah, but you've won like 20 bucks of rewards. And they're like, yeah, I'm still down. And you're like, it's been four weeks. Yeah. We just started. And so there's just... There's just a lot of that, I feel like, that is negative, like a negative sentiment that is explainable, mm-hmm. but the people that need the explanation don't
1: want to hear it. Right. Right. I think, yeah, I think that's that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, I also think, too, there's something, I think people cut cut the cord too quickly with a lot of these, too, especially some of those uh, like guys that are, are really cheaper, and we see it, Each game week, man, like somebody's going to go down. Like we saw Devin Booker go down and then all of a sudden Dwayne Washington Jr. or Ish Wainwright and some of these guys pop. So I, I, it's easier to say it than to do it, but like holding on to some of those cheaper guys can be benefit. Like wait till at least pops a little bit, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to sell it at like the nut bottom.
0: Yeah. And what's funny is like buy low, sell high is like, a reasonable strategy.
1: Yeah.
0: And nobody likes to do it. Buying <laughs> you know, high is just so much more
1: fun. It's, yeah. Because it, right? Because I want to play it. I want right. to use it.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, that's ultimately like the biggest difference with Top Shot is that because you can use it immediately for something like that, the value that you see is immediate. They're like, right. I bought this card, I put it in my limited contender lineup. Let's go. Yeah. And,
1: I know it is funny that like the, the the difference in that where like knowing when you buy it when it's popping, you're like, well, I know I'm buying it at the top and I know it's gonna be worth less tomorrow. Where a top shot, when you were doing that, you didn't you were just like, Man, if I don't get it now, what it's what's it gonna be like next week? Um, which now you we have the same thought process, it's just going in the other direction. Like if we get it, if I get it now, what's it gonna be next week?
0: <laughs> so I'm I'm glad you we have gotten to this uh, because you do a show every week. Or twice a week. Do you do value hunting twice a week? Yeah, value hunting twice a
1: week. Well, usually Sunday and Wednesday for like the upcoming game week. Yeah.
0: So this show is really important because like a lot of this game is based on just like finding the values for the upcoming game week. Yeah. And it's exactly those cards that you don't want to buy five minutes before lock.
1: Right. (laughs) You have have to buy it the day before. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So we haven't really talked much about our own strategies, but how often are you like buying those guys every week? Cause like, I, I think I don't do it. And then I look back and I'm like, why do I have three Willie Hernan Gomez cards? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I did it again.
1: <laughs> I, I was super guilty of that early on where, especially the live before lock show is brutal because I'm like seeing the news come in real time, but yeah. I'm also a half step behind everybody mm-hmm. because i'm doing content so i'm like wait i won't buy it on the way to the top i'll wait a minute and then i'll buy the top <laughs> 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 i've got i've gotten better at not buying during live before lock and i try to do it this is also part of the reason why i don't do value hunting as a live stream all often <laughs> so that i can be like all right let me actually like look at this picture here and what do here i you need go. to get um but I've actually been trying to do it like three, not three game weeks ahead, but just thinking about the teams who are potentially going to blow, blow their team up uh, and thinking about guys that just sit regularly. And yep. so like looking at San Antonio, looking at Indiana, um, you know, Phoenix rest guys. the Clippers, another great example. They're just like always resting guys. And then trying to target the guys that I think will pop from there. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I try not to buy it unless it's like the perfect lineup filler. Like Rashawn Holmes this week, I ended up grabbing because I was like, "Man, that makes everything else work so much better." Um, but I really try hard not to do it. I but I also went on like a a buying spree early on, and so like I think I have like sixty some on limiteds uh, and twenty plus rares. Rares, I wish I would have went after a little bit harder earlier on. But um, but I feel like I have my bases covered now at this point.
0: Yeah yeah i I mean that's certainly a way to do it just if you have Mm -hmm. enough then like enough cards each week i i have been really trying to not respond to late news and just Mm -hmm. kind of try to play guys i know will play like instead of trying to get the l10 guy of eight this week so i can play damian lillard instead of some other clown i would play anyway um (laughs) Oh, actually, the example I used, and I hate that I've already said the word clown because I love this guy, Let, like you get the L10 guy of five so I can play uh, Damien Lillard instead of Josh Hart. Yeah. And it's like, but actually Josh Hart and whoever, the L10 of 18 guy is probably better, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, I have the cheat code now so now I can get Lillard and I don't know. It's a tough, like, I actually think I end up making more mistakes by reacting yeah. to late news than anything else. And yeah. I Yeah compound that by now owning Willie Hernan
1: Gomez cards and having less eth in my wallet yeah yeah three times I like the move of getting three of them <laughs> that's <it. laughs> I like that because there's like barely enough contests to need three of them but I liked it I like that you went after three
0: so <laughs> actually might, uh that might have been three actually I did it with Nikola uh, Jovic earlier in the season also
1: oh I did that too I
0: did so that I actually rebought on yovich uh, this game week right was it this yep. one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so the f- we did a show, like a strategy show where it's like, should you pledge? I don't think we did a whole show on it, but it came up of like, are these cheat codes actually better in champion or contender? Mm-hmm. And if you buy two, then you don't have to worry about it.
1: There, there you go. You <laughs> just take the thought process out. You're like, I'm just going to play it in both. I'm just going to jam And I'm just going to tank two lineups at the same time, <laughs> the same player. It's I know. I do think that's, that's something like instead of focusing on guys, like uh, Atlanta was a great, uh, spot to talk about because they were a dumpster fire and like jared culver's of the world right where all of a sudden these like must play guys yeah. we like if you're i mean obviously it's a little bit more expensive but if you focus on guys like i think jeremy grant's a good example where jeremy grant ends up being a solid play anyways like with dame in he put up 75 this week or whatever it was but you also have the upside of like if dame misses a game simon's misses a game yeah. like the he pops even more so instead of like dumpster diving you're guy of a cap of 30 really becomes a guy that could be, have a cap of like 45 based on his uh, situation. So I think that's another way to do it, but obviously a more expensive way.
0: Yeah. And it kind of like accentuates my whole thing that like, there's no single way to play. So rare sure. in any, like any sport, like there, are, you can do tons of different strategies, yeah. certainly for NBA. Like there's no way we've had enough game weeks where it's like, this is how you play. Like, yeah. you just,
1: Unless you have Luca. Luca is how you play. If you have Luca. I don't have
0: Luca. And so you'll know the
1: Luca top when I finally do it. (laughs) That's, that's, I mean, I love your point of like they need more contests so we can just spread out the Lucas. Like, I think that is uh, I, that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to. Like, is there any concern that you have about like why they're, not just like rolling out all of these contests like uh, cuz i i'm like dude let's go they all seem great like just fire them up
0: yeah so more contests obviously means more rewards that they have to give out mm. which honestly i think they have more than enough to do it like yeah i so i think no cap there there will be a regular no cap competition yeah i the one i really want to see is one that they they have one of these one of these levels in soccer, but I would love to see, like a limited pro division, or yeah, like a pro division where you play three limiteds and two rares, like yeah. basically how or three and two, whatever the the number is, like basically how we used to play rares and right. you could throw limiteds in. And I selfishly look at it as like, yeah, I just don't want to play against eight hundred Lucas. Like I, I know. It's so I don't sad. have one. Yes, I could just go out and get one. But I don't want to do that because right. I have a mortgage to pay.
1: Yeah, and, it's very expensive. <laughs>
0: but but it's stuff like that. I just think the one of the best parts of so rare football for people that like have a decent number of cards is what do I prioritize? Where do I play these cards? And if you have a limited Luca, there's one place to play them, mm-hmm. and that's it. And and yeah, they have this whatever. One we have this week, all offense, or you're not going to play in the all defense one, but like, those are just feel very gimmicky. And so if I'm like, Oh, I have a decent champion lineup this week, but like, I don't have Luca. I don't have Giannis. I don't have Jokic. And I keep saying, like, I think I have good cards and then I list so many cards I don't have that are really good. But anyway, so, but I, I just, it's not that fun to like play against 800 Lucas all in the same contest. And right. so well, that's
1: a, I, like my champion lineup this, this week is doing great. Like it's crushing, but it, it won't win anything of significance because I don't have Luca or Giannis, right? Like that's because all the Luca and Giannis's are played in that one contest. So like, exactly. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of, well, I went with a very, uh, even lineup this week because of I had Jackson Hayes. Oh yeah. So Hayes was like stone-cold cheat code this week. Yeah. So I played... So my problem is, is that my two, like, high guys are Lillard and Siaka, which are, like, really good players, but they also have to combine to still not reach Lucas' score.
1: Right, right. And that's what I rolled out. I had, like, Zion, who... Was great last time. I think 58. I had Laurie Markinan who put up 62, Jamal Murray that put up 50. Okongu had a great game and quickly had a great game. Like, I I think I have a combined like 250 or 260 or something. And that's like, cool, good job. Limited tier three or four, whatever it is. And it's Luca put up 100. What are you going to (laughs) do?
0: Yeah, I got up to 230 and I have no reward.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's crazy. And which is so funny. Well, which I do kind of like about it. This was just a high scoring week. I mean, on a like this weekend, 230 might be you know, limited tier one, you know, yeah. like it, it, yep. it all depends.
0: I'm going to, I, I try to keep these about an hour We're already well over an hour, yeah. but there's one more thing I want to bring up just to yeah. show off now that oh, hell yeah. I was able to bring up uh, Jackson Hayes. So Jackson Hayes was a bit of a cheat this week. This is my, um, Ooh, there we go. This is the one that doesn't score that didn't win anything. Yeah. Like, it feels like it should have been great. Like, Murray without Trey, Chris Paul without Booker, Siakam. I guess Siakam has another game. Yeah. And then Jackson Hayes doing his best to keep the L10 low. Love it. Yeah. Um, And then Lillard was just had, like, an off off night. So, anyway, this Jackson Hayes card. I've had this card for a few weeks now. And I got it in a trade that I made with uh, whoever this person is, Hakan Duman58. So... I made this trade to trade Trey Murphy cards. Yeah. And I did this. We've talked about this on the strategy show before. And so anyone, or there may be people watching, listening, who know this story. So Alex Hoopers on their show brought up the fact that Trey Murphy, the third doesn't make sense because Trey Murphy's name, (laughs) Trey goes by Trey because he's the third. Right. He is not the third Trey Murphy. <laughs> I actually don't know what his name actually is.
1: That's hilarious. So I did not know this.
0: So this is so Kenneth Kenneth Murphy the third is Trey <laughs> Murphy.
1: That's he, so funny.
0: So I had a Trey Murphy card and I was like, so rare's a collectible. We can have fun with this. And so I wanted the 33rd. <laughs> we started calling him 3M3, Trey <laughs> Murphy the third. So, I wanted the mm-hmm. 33rd of 5,000 limited Trey Murphy. And I had a Trey Murphy. So, I offered Trey Murphy and like a little bit of ETH for this 33 of 5,000. And I got a counter offer with like a little more ETH and this Jackson Hayes card. Wow. Clearly, the guy was like, I'll let you buy this, get this Murphy card, but you got to take this Jackson Hayes. You have to yeah. buy the Jackson Hayes off of it. <laughs> and I was like, that kind of sucks, but okay, I'm in. Because it's like, I wanted to have a little fun. Yeah. And I did getting this 33 of 3M3. And then all of a sudden this Jackson, I mean, Jackson Hayes never plays. Like he's no, not, I a, know
1: I, he hadn't played at all up until like last week played at all. Like
0: these are a the score, like does not play. And then all of a sudden Trey Murphy, Trey Murphy. Yeah. Trey Murphy. No, no. Uh, Jackson Hayes is like the weekly cheat code. And I'm like, do I sell them? I,
1: did you Did you end up, you ended up playing them, right? I played
0: them in a lineup I, that, so I played them because I could get him in. I could get Murray and Paul and, Murray. And, and it didn't work.
1: I So I never do this and I was really proud of myself. I uh, Early on, I was just like looking at rare auctions. This was like really, really early. And I saw Jackson Hayes was going for like nine bucks in the rare auction. I was like, all right, I'll grab it. Um, and then, so I still had it. And I sold it and I never do that, but it was a $9 buy that I sold for like 95 or a hundred or something, whatever like I that. And I was mean, like, yeah, I'm like, you know what, Mike, we don't, we don't need to win a rare tier four this week. Let's just <laughs> just get the money.
0: There's <laughs> another thing we've talked on the strategy show that like more often than not, you're better off if, if you're looking to like maximize your return, Yeah, you should just sell the cards.
1: Yeah, no, I, and you know what I ended up doing? I, cause I'm a fish and didn't even take any money off of it. I, uh, sold the Jackson Hayes and then I was, I sold a, I think a Harrison Barnes rare that I had and just got a CJ McCollum rare because what I was finding is I just, I had a bunch of like mid tier rares and I didn't have anybody that could like score me 60 points. And I was like, I need at least one of those guys. So we grab, we grab CJ.
0: I, I think that's exactly what you should do, to be honest. Um, cj is also one that i was going to buy recently and didn't and so you can thank me for the 54 69 scores that came from that because i was like ah he doesn't have a ceiling <laughs> oh, it's almost 70 points great yeah. i didn't want to use them anyway um i feel like well i, I am going to end this now but i feel like i have five more hours of stuff i could talk about so I'm gonna just try to book you again if you don't mind. No, no, no.
1: Well, and I told you when we were messaging, like we got you're gonna, we'll get you on the team hold stream in the next like week or so too. So, uh, and we can we can continue that, and I can pepper you with more so rare red flags. I can say what I really want to say. Yeah, yeah, you can't on the sponsor time. show. <laughs>
0: um. So yeah, thank you for coming on. If you would, it doesn't have to be quickly. If you could yeah. just go through the 95 places that people can,
1: <laughs> yeah. So you can um, you can follow me over at uh, our YouTube channels over at Team Hold. It's actually, I think the handle's at Team Hold NFT, but we do... Um...
0: I'll link it in the description of this oh, video. Oh, awesome. Thank you. watching on YouTube, yeah.
1: Yeah, we do uh, a daily basketball show that's just, again, it used to be Top Shot specific. Now it's really just basketball specific, and then we hit a little bit of Top Shot and So Rare at the end. But we do it every day, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. We got uh, two episodes of value hunting, but I can say the most fun that I've been having is the live before lock shows that we do on uh, Monday at five 30 Eastern. And then Friday at five 30 Eastern, we usually get a guest and then honestly, I just like lose my mind on injury news and trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do. And it's really bad for my lineups, but I feel like it's fun for everyone else who's peppering questions. question. So um, definitely check out the live before lock. That's probably, I think that's a, that's a lot of fun. And it's, 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 it's like the closest to like DFS content that I used to, consume back in the day so I enjoy doing it
0: I will say that the morning show is definitely more just general NBA although the conversation about Killian Hayes this morning everyone's like oh yeah but my, my Piston so rare cards are going I know. <laughs> my, my son <laughs> quick tangent before I say goodbye yeah. my son was like hey Sadiq Bay had a really good game last night like I went to Villanova we're big Villanova fans so like yeah. I like Sadiq Bay. we didn't play him this week because I was like oh, he hasn't been playing that much and he's like Sadiq Bay had a really good game how come? And I'm like, oh, because Killian Hayes punched someone. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was <laughs> crazy. Like,
0: <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, there's a lot more to it, but I think we'll be able to play Sadiq
1: base soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can't imagine Killian Hayes is playing too much basketball. And people were saying, oh what, five to ten games? I was like, no. No way. I mean it's got I gotta think it's gonna be a lot longer than that.
0: I'm gonna be unsurprised either way.
1: Like yeah. I could actually see ten just because miles bridges is coming back to the nba is that what you're saying like that's yeah you're right you're absolutely right that's uh, for another show another yeah time. that's anyway, for another yeah. mike,
0: mike thank you very much uh for all of that everybody yeah. it is a thursday so um we're gonna be making lineups tomorrow it'll be a nice another way to just get really hyped about the nba so thank you for that and uh good luck this weekend